we're recording. Yes, we are recording. Great, great, fantastic, wonderful, hooray. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. Uh, I am your host, Rich Conroy, and with me as usual is my co-host, Pat Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? All right, guys. Uh, we're It's a crisp day before the Snowmanji of 2017. Yeah, they're, they're actually calling it a blizzard, which they somehow say didn't happen since last year, like early last year. Yeah, no, I buy that. Yeah, because we, we had, had snow, but not yeah, five mile an hour wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. Oh. Yeah. If you're hearing this, we're still alive, and it's also well, probably yeah. July. <laughs> <laughs> the way we're putting these yeah. things out. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So we just watched two more episodes of the classic Ultraman series, um, and those would be episode 28 and 29. Uh, 28 is, humans give me a second, yeah, six. human specimens 5 and 6, and the, uh, what the hell is the name of the second one? Um, the Subterranean Challenge. Yes. Or, Challenge into Subterra, as the Japanese would call it's it. As Japanese would call it. Right. Yes. If you're going to follow direct Japanese translation. Why not? And why not? Um Two of the lesser uh, episodes of, Ult- of the original Ultraman. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Sorry, as we're watching the first one, I'm complaining about it. As we're watching the second one, I'm falling asleep. Right. So. And, and Pat is not one to usually complain about an episode, but it wasn't great. Now, the, the monster is an iconic monster. It's somebody who shows up a lot. He's a great-looking monster. Um, it very. Uh, we'll get into how, what Dada looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we're going to go with this. Um, really, dude? Hoshino, the Science Patrol dog, i.e. my dog Fergus, is really trying to get in on this. Here, smell the microphone. Can you smell it? He's trying to see who's at the door. No one's outside. There. No one is outside. You know what you should do? You should go watch the front door. Yeah. Yeah. Go who's, get the front door. Who's here? Who's here? Go check. Go check. Who's here? Go get him. Nope. He's not buying it. He's like... <laughs> Two feet out the door looking at us like, you guys are jerks, and uh, I'm not doing it, so get bent. So anyhow, um, yeah, the first episode, like we said, uh, Human Specimens 5 and 6. There are things to like about this episode. Um, the uh, the effects where they shrink the people down into the test tubes. They didn't show the effect. No. They just kind of showed them, but the, they showed the, the shot of the guys the, in yeah. the test tube Frozen and how it makes the, them look small. Yeah. That, that's really nice. That's a neat shot. I'll yeah. give it that. But I the mean, special effects were nice. Let's, sh- let's, let's <laughs> accentuate the positive and eliminate the negative because there's a lot of negative in this. But the, the basic thrust is um, there's been bus accidents lately. At noon every Sharp. day. Well, this is Japan. Things run on time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Captain Mura and Ito are uh, riding on this bus to investigate the alarmingly high frequency of accidents that are happening. Uh, the bus, of course, crashes on cue. Captain Mura wakes up with this um, mysterious woman. Right. Uh, who we assume is the bad guy. Right, because she's got the shades. Nobody else she on the bus has the shades, so she's in black. be the bad guy. Of course. <laughs> um... Uh, he, you know, uh, it turns out that the bus has gone up in flames. Everyone has survived. Right, because Mira, when he wakes up... He's hanging off a tree. Right, he's hanging off a tree, wakes up, goes and makes sure the woman is okay, which he says, oh, I can move you, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, 
Not broken bones, not concussion. You feel you're fine. Anything? You're good. You're okay. You didn't say, ow, you're fine. Yeah, and I'll leave you here just for a minute. You stay here. I'll go make sure the bus is okay. Yeah. Goes down to the bus, and you see, like, flames by the bus, and he just decides to crawl onto the bus to make sure everybody's sure. there. There's nobody there. Right. And in behind him walked the bus driver. No, I think that was a cop. Because he was had some insignia Yeah, that was the bus driver. Was it? Yeah. All right, fair enough. Because it was, you saw, he had the white gloves. And yeah. the bus driver, amazingly in the 60s in Japan, must have white had, gloves. But he had the same outfit on as the bus right. driver. So it had to be the bus driver. And then the bus driver says, no, we crashed an hour ago, guy. You missed it. Yeah, your science patrol guy had a broken leg and he's in the hospital. Yeah. Um, the doctors find out one of their patients is from a local space institute at the hospital. This guy comes in freaking out. Right, right. Um, and Ide happens to be there to listen to his story, which explains that all the people in the Space Research Institute have been frozen by a being called Dada. Um, now, this <clears throat> creature has the 60 est is the only way to put this, outfit. You could, it's a combination very groovy, of Mondrian yeah. and straight lines, and oh my god, you're sitting there going, oh wow, they didn't know what to do with this one. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> he was. He says he was the only one to escape. Before he can tell much more of his story, he, dis- the, he just disappears. The data uh, then captures the man using his body as false human form. Right. Um, the woman and uh, Captain. Uh, Mira show up, and the Dada apparently says, oh, well, we'll go get it. And uh, the woman sees SOS Dada scratched into a table under a beaker. Under a beaker, yes. Of and course, she gets figures, caught looking at it. Right. And Mira comes in and whacks the crap out of the guy. Just shoots because, the guy right away. Oh, that's, that's right, he does. That's right, he does. Yeah. Um, blasts him with the ray, and of course, he becomes this um, Dada. Um, and we, just, will, we will describe the Dada. Don't worry. Um <sighs> Because he's something else. Something else is not saying half anyway. <laughs> I love I love the design of this monster. I think he's fantastic. I do. Okay. I don't know what it All is. Right, I that's think fine. It's... That's your call. You're allowed <laughs> to like it. Me, not so much. Well, he shows up a lot. Okay. Well, a lot. He's a oh favorite. Boy. He doesn't show up like the Baltans do, but he's he's very he's one of the biggies. Okay. Yeah, he's one of the. Okay. He is. You know, perhaps he's not. That guy's driving way too fast in yeah. the neighborhood. Um, he's not, let's say he's not Vulcans or Romulans, but, uh, he's one of the, you know, smaller tier Star Trek. Perhaps he's a Ferengi. Okay. <coughs> okay. He's not super popular, but he's right up there. Yep. He's up there. All right. He's the second tier of enemies. All right. So, yeah. So, um, Hayata sends, um, Fuji and, uh, Arashi out to interview I- uh, Ito at the hospital. Right. He then um, somehow realizes that he has to become Ultraman. I don't know why, but he does. Well, he hears the story. Oh, because of the the captain telling him there's a problem. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's help. right. That's right. He becomes Ultraman. <laughs> flies over to this hospital. science institute. No, the, the no to the uh, what was and, it? Oh, Cosmic Rays Research Institute. And somehow this data, and we're never explained how, just. Knows Ultraman is coming and becomes a giant monster kind of thing. Now, I assume that half of the reason you're not on board with this is you're very sleepy and cranky. Oh, 
Because so many things, so many times you're like, meh, all right, I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy enough, whatever. But uh, so they fight, um, and Ultraman and the Dada like start swapping off sides in this really great humorous sequence. Oh, that I did like. Yeah, where that they're, they're like. like, oh, Ultraman's normal size is on the roof, the Dada's huge. They swap places and then Ultraman's well, huge and the Dada's normal size. What it shows is the size. Dada actually shrinking Ultraman. Which, right. Okay, yeah, with that the, with I the, give it. Oh, what was the name? The Micronizer. The micronizer. He needed the Micronizer from wherever he is. Yeah. Called a different Dada and got the Micronizer. Pop just, Dada. Pop a Dada. Yeah. There. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, God, no. <laughs> You're all welcome for that, earworm. Hey! That's how tired we both are that I don't care that you're going to sing that all day. In fact, in fact, I revel in it. I say. But they got the Micronizer, oh, and then this thing shrunk Ultraman, and he became huge again, and somehow Ultraman just made a pose and became, became big giant again. again. Yeah. Which, he can. okay, he can do that. Fine. Uh, that Fair part enough. I'm not arguing. Yeah. No, no, no. Just, the, the, this guy's not good for me. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Um, but anyway, he shoots him with the um, Specium Ray and burns his giant, like, just burns the crap out of his face. Right. Like, beats right. him up pretty bad. There's a couple of Dada, though. There's the one with the, like, big eyes and there's the one with the teeny eyes. The tiny eyes, yeah. So, um, and we'll call him squinty. Yeah. Um, I mean, that. Like you said, at one point they say this is the only one left. At another point they show two or three of them. Yeah. And you're so sitting there It's a very oh, confusing yeah. episode. Um, and, you know, he tries to fly away. Ultraman uses these, like, X-ray eye beams to find him because he turns invisible. Right. And that that I thought was cool. Fine was effect. A whole new effect. Yeah. That, okay, I can't see you. By God, I'm going to use my beams and you'll have to appear. Right. And I don't quite know how it's supposed to work, but okay. you got to buy it. And then he speciums him in the armpit. Yep, yep. <laughs> the Dada, the shot of the Dada crashing to earth. Like, like he's all wobbly yeah, as he's flying. A wobbly by. plane crashing. And riot. Yes. Um, yes. I'm sure it wasn't meant to be, but that's It tough. just turned out to be terrible. I enjoyed it. Um, so we're going to talk about Dada. Um because, you know, that's what we do here. Yeah. And uh, Dada... Minute nonsense. For the Monster Minute, the Dada race was in need of six human specimens for unknown reasons. Their agent 271, who is uh, coincidentally their best, um, oh, obviously. was sent to Earth. Why would you send number one? Send yeah. 271. That's right. Uh, well, how do you get to be number one? You just, you know, you delegate. Uh, yeah. See, okay. like, I don't... I'm not gonna handle all this crap myself. You gotta do some delicate stuff, you know. <laughs> That's how I have, you know. I've got the big office, you know. All these, you know. I got a secretary. Okay, fair enough. Um, you know, true to their name, the Dadas are inspired from Dadaism, an art movement in 1915 and 16, which spread to Japan in 1923. And that is Dada D A D A. Yeah, it could be confused with Dada D A T A. No, not he is not the alien from Star Trek. Right, he is the robot. Dada. The, like, the Android, right? Like the art form. The art form. Um, the and Dadas became be a very similar, is. became a very famous similar. Symbol. <laughs> that is, by the way, the sound that my friend at work decided that hippopotamuses make when they're under the water. <laughs> we have no idea where it came from, why that even came up, but he goes, that's what I assume they sounded like. <laughs> Fair enough. I said, okay, I like that. Go with it. 
sounds like somebody motorboating somebody else, but sure. Um, uh, they became a very famous symbol of Dadaism in Japan. Um, so let's see. What what do we know about the Dadas? Their height ranges from 1.9 to 40 meters, 70 right. kilograms to 7,000 tons. He's right. a lightweight. Um, they were in need of six human specimens. And it never uh, does tell why, just nope. the fact that they need No, that's, I, I think I like that, is they don't tell you why. They're like, look, we need this. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, yeah, okay. that's kind of cool, because that could show up, you don't know. They're on, right. Yeah. That's, still, they still need the six, yeah. we just don't have to know why. Yep. Um, that's why the buses were crashing, by the way, in case that we didn't make that real obvious. The daughters were setting it up. Right. Oh, yeah. And that's why that. nobody died. Probably they'd figured out some sort of force field, something or other. Just to keep everybody safe I don't safe know why they enough. couldn't just kidnap just random people. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, stop the bus, Zap check them, them all out, yeah. and then, you know, Need do you. some sort of memory wipe or something. I don't, I don't know. know. Like I said, I'm, there's a lot of... Look, we had to break a bus. It was in the budget. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, and they can run through walls and... Uh, they just kind of basically zap from spot to spot. Uh -huh. Just trans yep. you know, teleported from spot to spot. And that's what I said while he was fighting Oh, we Ultraman. must have missed something. What we Because apparently the Dada's commander does contact him and tell him Ultraman is flying towards his position. Didn't notice it. No, we're we're both very tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's entirely possible that we both completely took a, just what we call a micro-nap. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Did I miss something? Yeah. No. Okay. Are we driving? What? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, Donna's infamous for having the unusual ability to change his appearance of his face into three different variations. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Same guy. Oh, yeah, look. Okay. Here's the map. Uh, the map. The oh, key. the mask. Like, okay, look, there's the mask. He's got the piggy nose, which I noticed in one right. scene. Then the big eyes and the little eyes. Okay. All right. So, probably. It was one guy. Problem can, solved. Right. He can yeah. just change his face. Sure. Yeah. Um, it is never officially stated um, in the Ultraman fighting game, Fighting Evolution 3, the ability is seen to be able to swap out different um, stats. So okay. if he's got this face, he can do this. If he's got, that face. But that's not official. That's not an official. Um, that's not canon. Let's okay. Yeah, it's not okay. Canon. There we go. Um, they can use it in the game just because they can, yes. but it's not officially shown anywhere in the Ultraman series. Right. Gotcha. Now, Dada, like Alien Mephlius, has a unique launching shout, simply being a shortened version of his name. Da. Okay, yeah. He was going to originally be an illusion created by Alien Mephlius, but was dropped for unknown reasons. Probably because it was just too much. Could be. I mean, to have yet another thing just controlling the Dada, I don't know. Yeah. It was bad enough that Dada, let's not have something else controlling it. Oh, this is great. In Subaraya Production Company commercials, Dada is sometimes depicted as a love interest for Ultraman. That's oh, hysterical. No. <laughs> it's got those big oh, lips. God, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's oh. see. Uh, uh, anything else? Uh, their roars were reused in Alien Guts in Ultra 7, but more distorted. Occasionally at baseball matches in Japan, kaiju aliens and kaiju ultra and aliens watch the games. A Dada, alien Bolton, and alien magma showed up in the audience for one game and were comically ejected from the stadium. <laughs> this is what we don't have in professional sports in America. I would watch more sports if. Well 
Captain America or Loki got evicted from a Yankees game. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they do have their mascots, but not... Look, I'm yeah. a big fan of the Phillies fanatic as the next guy. Right. In fact, I, I quite like the Phillies fanatic. He's pretty great. He's silly. Yeah. That. Um, but seriously, if like, you know... If, if Captain America and Thor got dejected... Or yeah, because you're, you're fighting over a hot dog or, you or know, like... Yeah, they got yeah Captain America and, say, the Red Skull are chasing each other around the upper deck. There is a picture, by the way, right here. Let's see if it'll get bigger. Of the... Oh, yeah, sure does. <laughs> How great is that? <laughs> sitting in the stands, just... Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, Getting that's ejected, awesome. That's fantastic. What's really great is the ball tan has his legs crossed. Like, just enjoying just the game. Yeah, that is spectacular. I will put that in the show notes. I will remember to do that. Um... That's pretty great. Okay. Um, he does show up later in other series, uh, like we were talking about. Um, yeah, he kind of shows up a lot. Um, he does show up in Ultraman X. I didn't remember that. Or maybe I just haven't seen that one yet. Might not have seen it. It could it be. Happens. I'm not 100% in all the way. Uh, so his powers are a micronizer device. Now he's equipped with a huge gun that can shrink its target size. It is ineffective against Ultras. Uh, apparently, well, no, Ultraman it, changed himself. No. That's what they're saying. I'm just saying. I'm not buying that. Because right. the, the thing shot him, Ultraman became small. And then he and got then bigger. Ultraman That's what I thought. got big yeah. again. So I'm not buying that Ultraman yeah. made himself small while the Dada made himself large. I'm Could be. I'm not buying that. All right. So anyway, flight. The Dada can fly. Uh, size change. They can change from that of a human to that of a giant. They can teleport. They can possess people. Right. So all that. What now? Oh, God, no. Now what? <laughs> the Dada can kiss everything with its huge lips, and the enemy will become weak after being kissed by a Dada. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so mad we didn't see that. <laughs> I'm so mad we didn't see Dada come and be like, and then somebody just fall over. Because, come on. That would have made the episode at least better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Um, guys, Dada would make a great looking tattoo if you got it all in black and white because holy crap, what an outfit. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it's just a bunch of it's Dadaism, it's black and white, yeah. stark relief. Yeah, yeah, Dadaism, it's great. Absolutely. Oh, they have a, a gif of the specium ray hitting uh, hitting the Dada in the armpit. That's always very nice. Oh, there you That's go. That's enjoyable. Okay. There you <laughs> go. Very nice. I don't know if the roar is on here, guys, but we're gonna look. Oh, it is. So we're going to turn the volume up on the old Laparino here. And uh, here we go. This is Dada's Roar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Sounds like a Torino trying to change now, gears with like a bad said, clutch, but yeah. <laughs> this, for me... I don't know cars. <laughs> this, for me, was one of the worst episodes. I'm sorry. I don't think it was great. I like the monster... But the execution yeah, was poor. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. The fight was fine, but all the accoutrement yeah. all could the have build been up, done so much the, yeah. better. Yeah. I mean, just... And, okay, I'll give it. I might be tired. Sure. <laughs> might be. Yeah, well, I am. But... <laughs> Daylight Savings Time has ruined... Killed two, us. Two middle-aged men. Let me tell you something. <laughs> we are incapable of dealing with this anymore in our I lives. lost an hour of sleep. 
I'm useless. Like I told Rich, my wife decided that early Sunday morning I had to be up. Right. Because she couldn't do what had to be done early right. Sunday morning. And he got four hours of sleep, folks, so don't and think she he didn't get enough. Was that was plenty. <laughs> that was plenty. Yeah, if you're a sniper, I guess exactly. that's plenty. But, <laughs> so I'm still trying to recover. Sure. But... This episode just was not good. Yeah, the was, monster was cool looking. Yeah, I give him that. And the fight scene, decent enough. But like you said, all the other stuff of the episode, really. I can not, understand not that. Good. Not good. All right. So uh, we're going to come back right after this little break with uh, the under challenge to Subterra, the challenge to the underground. No, underground challenge is that what it was. That was probably what it was on the DVD. Yeah. Yeah, that's, there's a lot of different titles for these things, guys. But uh, that's it, and we'll be back in a couple minutes, all right? Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast, and uh, like you'd be tuning into something in the middle of a podcast. I'm not sure why that would be. You but. started beginning <laughs> again, like you hadn't yeah. done it before. But no, it wasn't okay. even that. Like you know, every podcast does it when they're like, "Oh, this is such and such," and you're like, "Okay, but you said you're not on the radio." Yeah, well, I, I mean, think that's probably one of the just inside jokes of podcasting. I think. I mean, I, I get the point that they want to say the name of the podcast yeah. at the very beginning. Yeah. But like you, you just did, they There's do it no in, point the in the middle. And no, I find that it's there. Every podcast does, and you sit there going, "I didn't change podcasts in the middle." I don't think. <laughs> Jordan Jesse Go is good because who? Oh, you need to start listening to Jordan Jesse Go. That's my podcast recommendation for the week, guys. Jordan Jesse Go. Very foul-mouthed, very funny. Jesse Thorne is the head of, um, he's got an NPR, NPR show called Bullseye, where he interviews um, creators of things, and uh, comedian and writer for the uh, wonderful show on Comedy Central at midnight, uh, Jordan Morris. They okay. do a, uh, just a chit-chat show, and they have a guest on every week for oh, the most cool. part. And uh, at the beginning of every break... Um, at the end of, you know, when they come back, it's like, hi, I'm Jesse, I'm Jesse Thorne, the America's Radio Sweetheart. And Jordan says, I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And then the guest has to come up with a nickname on the uh, fly. So, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So, and it doesn't have to be the same. You can change it for your nickname. It's fun. Change it every yeah, time. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's a, oh my God, it's a great show. Now, you got to listen to the episode where Steve Agee goes on and they all start doing Patrick Warburton impressions. Oh. <laughs> I, I think Warburton's great. He, he is. He's fantastic. He plays the thick-headed guy yeah. so very yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is the most amazing. It's. I had to pull over. I was listening to it on the way home from work one night, and I literally had to pull over next to the car rental place up the street just to laugh because I was in tears. <laughs> That's correct. I was in tears listening to this. But <clears throat> anyway. Episode 29 of Ultraman, uh, Challenge to the Underground, the Challenge to Subterra, the Underground Challenge, who the hell knows? Yeah. It takes, a lot of it takes place underground, and it involves a monster that eats gold. Right. And, and we've had a monster that eats pearls. Right. So this is, you know, Fuji doesn't seem to get nearly as upset about this one. No, the pearls were much more important because Man. you can wear pearls nicely. 
You can't. Okay. It's gold. <laughs> I get the fact that it's gold. I get the fact that it's valuable, but it's not as pretty. That's all it is. Okay, I'll, I'll somehow buy that. <laughs> sure. All right. You know what? I'm going to go with it. Uh, anyway, there's a Deep Within the Earth, two kaiju thrive by feeding on gold. Uh, this is also, again, from the Fandom Wiki page. Thank you. Um, when one of the few gold mines in Japan suddenly stopped producing, the ground begins to quake, and emerging from the soil, one of the mighty Goldon appears. Right. Uh, the beast tears through the local village, uh, forcing the science patrol to be called in. Right. As they would do. Yeah. Uh, when it emerges again, humanity was ready, and uh, yeah, we shot the hell out of it, and it didn't work. Yeah, of course, the, the science patrol gun really doesn't do anything. Yeah, they shot a bunch of missiles at it. Oh, they appear to have changed how they shoot, how the, they missiles. shoot the missiles. They're not actually shooting projectiles out of the VTOL anymore. They are like flashbulbs. Like, right. So you're like not those little flash cubes used to screw onto the camera. Oh, I remember those. Good God, those were terrible. But the that's because they were so expensive. Well, I mean, yeah, but... And you only got four per cube. Per cube. But this is, like you said, this is probably the old, old, older flash bulbs where you get one. Yep. You have to Unscrew pop it, it. Yep. screw it in, screw it out, screw it in, screw it out yep. every single time. Yep. So they yep. had yep. to buy a bunch of those things, which yeah. were probably even more expensive than the little four-sided yeah. cube that you're thinking of. Yeah. Or they made them. They're a special effects house. They are, too. That, that would be able to do yeah, I bet you they knew what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. I bet you they knew what they were doing. <laughs> we couldn't do it. No, no. I mean, with the help of YouTube, we might be able to do it, but we, we couldn't do it. Probably blow a finger off as we were doing it. Yeah, more than likely. So, um, <laughs> uh, and of course, the uh, all the weapons bounce harmlessly because the monsters, while consuming gold, become gold. Right, right. They actually show this monster and it, it's a cool Michelin man yeah he looks like he's wearing a puffy jacket yeah and it's on all fours and the tail kind of had a spike on it it didn't look like it had a spike on yeah. it and the back of it looked like it had spiky stegosaurus plates yeah to a point yeah like, yeah, like y-shaped things yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah could have been power lines for all we know Who knows? that would be neat <laughs> But, um, so, uh, it turns out there was a lone miner trapped. So, Captain Mira and Ito, and, um, Ito tunnel into the mountain with the, the, uh... The ship that they used to tunnel. Yeah, it's a new it's, drill tank that yes, Ito invents. It's very, very... And very cool they looking bust miniature. his balls about everything he oh, invents. It's like, you know what? You do it. Yeah. You come up with all this crazy stuff to fight monsters, <laughs> and I'll sit here with my and thumb on my you. keister <laughs> and not, you know, and come on, give me a break. But it is a cool <laughs> miniature yeah. that they use for this little drill car kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. It's got a headlight. It's got a laser gun on it. And it's got the, the front actually looks like a big, big old drill, drill bit. Yeah. And actually spins. So you can see <coughs> that it would sort of work. Yeah, and then we see it go into the dirt. In a nice uh, ant farm sequence. Right, yeah. right, right. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, we got to actually see it in action. Right. Um, as the miniature, and they tried to make it look big enough, but you can kind of tell it's a miniature. But that's well, Of course. Cool. That's all right. So um, the the monster follows them back into the earth, and uh, they, they have a little duke it out under the surface. Um, and uh, and they it, also had the laser on to, the thing. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, why wouldn't you have a laser on a mining machine? You never know. <laughs> you never do. At this point, it is the science patrol. If there are, this is a universe we have determined that monsters are 
fairly commonplace. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what? Put a laser you on everything. You put it on a Buick for all I care. Like I'm, all, I'm, I'm for, I'm for that. Yeah. I'm for putting it wherever you need to put it so that you don't get stomped. So um, they they managed to get the the miner out who has a pretty severe gash in his shoulder. Yes. Yes, I did. A lot of fair amount of human blood in this episode. Fuji gets hurt as well, and right. uh, and she gets has blood all on her face. Right. Yeah. And they keep trying to take her to the was hospital. That the last one? No, that was this one. Okay. Yeah, that was this one. They did tend to blend together a little. Yeah, they were terrible. <laughs> um, but they, <laughs> they kept trying to take her to the hospital. She said, "No, I'm fine. Go do something else." Right. So yeah, and then then um, Hayata convinces Arashi that he has to take him to the hospital. Right. And so then she eventually they go. Yeah, they, they just disappear. They don't That's show so them going to the hospital. Yeah, but so they can. Yeah. So it's basically so high that it can become Ultraman and fight right. and right. fight this monster. Um and uh let's see. Oh by the way, biggest bazooka yet we've seen. Oh the gun that he had. Yes. Gigantic. Yeah. Never we actually never fire it. used. I'm hoping that shows up again yeah. in another one. But it I mean it was a full person size gun. I mean five or six feet large. As a, and yeah. they just kind of hand it off like it weighs almost nothing. So yeah. you figure it's not obviously yeah. just it's plastic, like cardboard, <laughs> yeah, cardboard or plastic or whatever. But you know, if you, if they put some heft into it yeah. and at least pretended it weighed something, yeah. you would have bought it more. Yeah. But the fact that they hand it off and nothing happens, you're yeah. like, oh, like well, okay, whatever, just, that's uh, fine. I don't care. Um, so the monster comes back, and this time they strike again with the might of the science patrol, and it goes down. Yes. Yes. But, dun dun dun, it's only one. And sure enough, uh, as the drill machine heads back to surface, um, it disturb disturbs the second one. And uh, the monster manages to flip the machine over, and uh, they fire a single shot, and the explosion drives... Oh, because they have a torpedo now. That's uh, right, there's okay. a torpedo. Okay. Okay. Um, and that... Uh, Gets the uh, monster, the monster out. out. Now, Mira and Ida, uh, Ito are trapped at this point. Uh, machine start, is running out of oxygen. Right, and they have the crazy guy, crazy miner. Oh, God, he's in the thing flipping out constantly. Right. My gold, my gold. And the, they start to show that they are going to lose oxygen yeah. soon. Right. Luckily, they don't actually give you a time limit on how soon soon is. Because, seriously... But it doesn't matter because three minutes is forty. <laughs> <laughs> As, we As a matter of fact, out. in the it was the last or was it this one where Ultraman, the colored timer goes off like almost immediately, and then five minutes later he's yeah, still it's fighting. Easily five minutes of fighting. Yeah, it, yeah, which is fine. I mean, I get it. Um, but anyway, how to transforms to Ultraman starts fighting with the monster. Um, we haven't seen him fight a four legger in a while. That was a nice change nice of pace. Change. And now this one wrapped its tail around yeah, Ultraman's he's, he's neck. Yeah, he's sitting on it, choking it out, which was a great shot. Because oh, yeah. the, the look on the monster's face is blind panic. <laughs> <laughs> and you figure that that part is just an extension because the neck is actually yeah. underneath where he's choking. But just but a great the face. The, it, it was a good shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they made the monster's mouth go wide so it looked like he was choking. Yeah. And then he wraps his tail around Ultraman. So now you see him choking. Yeah. So Ultraman's getting choked out. And then he figures out, he wraps his, the monster's tail around its own neck. 
Um, Which and the monster's somehow, like, don't, oh, 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 yeah, you know. Somehow chokes the monster itself. I now, think he tied it off a little bit. That was the, it was, that was the impression that they impression. gave you. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, um, um, they, they, you know, they fight a little bit more. Um, and then he hits him with the specium ray and the beast dies. Yeah. Um, okay, they then recover 150 tons of gold. Right. Well, Ultraman did have to dig into the ground. Which oh, that's never right. Seen him do before. That's right. He flies underground. Recover Mira and uh, Ido and get them out. And right. Them right. Somehow I forgot open, about that. Open up so they can actually breathe before okay. they actually die. Die. So. And we had you said it was a no doubt that was in the last episode. Ah, uh, see how you did that. <laughs> so we had a hundred and fifty. Was it thousand tons? One hundred and fifty tons. One hundred and fifty tons of gold. Which now Rich is doing the math. That's well, I'm, gonna, I'm starting the math. I don't know if we're gonna get all the math done. Okay, so I googled how much is 150 tons of gold. Okay, uh, one ounce of gold is about twelve hundred dollars these days, right? Okay. Um, so you got to so twelve hundred dollars times sixteen hold on, pounds. Let me see if I can get. Let me let me pull the calculator up here on the old Chromebook. Um, is there a calculator here? This got a Chromebook. Oh, don't say there's got to be. Hold on. I got a calendar. Hold on. Calculator. There we go. Okay, so. Um, 2,000 pounds. Okay, so. Hang on a second. 2,000 pounds is one ton. Right. Okay, so. 150 tons. Wait, wait, wait. Don't do it that way. If we go 16 ounces times. Twelve hundred dollars, right? right? This is fascinating, Pod. <laughs> it's really not. He's trying. <laughs> you hush up. <laughs> Whose brainchild is this, huh? It's yours. It's yours. All right. Okay. Fine. <laughs> okay. So sixteen times twelve hundred, right? Okay. So that is one pound is nineteen thousand dollars. Okay. Times times two thousand to get to a ton. Right. Times two thousand. Okay. Um, times 2,000. Play along at home. <laughs> That's sweet Christmas. 38,400,000. So dollars for a ton. Yeah. So times 150. Times 150. This is, hang on to your hats, kids. This is in the building. This is going to be up way more than that. It's got to be. 150. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Math. That's a lot of zeros. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that's as uh, he moves his fingers to try I to have out to. What billions are. <laughs> it is billions. It's no wait. Uh, that's a million there, right? It is five point seven six billion dollars. There you go. Of today's <coughs> dollars. In today's dollars. In yes. Today's dollars. And the miner gets half. Right, the miner got half, and the science patrol got half, which then they, of course, donated back they to donated the town. Donated it back to, yeah, to reconstruct, reconstruct all the towns the town. and cause all exactly. the damage. I'm sure they had a fair amount left. I'm sure they might have pocketed just a finder's fee. Yeah, sure. Just enough. I still want to do that. I want them to do the show of the cleanup crew. <laughs> I think it would be a fascinating show. Like, Well, I mean, at least on this one, like you said, they do say... They are donating the money yeah. to fix the town. Yeah. I would like to see, like... The guys actually fixing the town. A 12-episode, just a 12-episode short series 
of what happens when you have to come to town and, and clean up, clean up, clean up the monster. Clean yeah. up the monster that's yeah, Clean up there. the monster. And <laughs> the monster. Yeah, that would be awesome. You could see one episode of that just for giggles. Yeah. But you couldn't see 12 of it because you'd be You could make an arc. Because what if, what if one of the monsters isn't really dead or it spawns eggs and they're tiny and... Oh, come right. on, this can be that's done. Right. You're thinking outside the box. Come <laughs> on. This could be done. This can totally be done. All right, so give your monster minute for Goldon. Sure. Goldon. <laughs> he is from the planet Earth. Um, right, because he was burrowing underneath. And 39 meters, 47,000 tons. That's a fair amount of... Wait. Yes. If you recover 150,000 tons, tons of a 40-ton monster, does the math doesn't add up. Yes, you're right. Ignore it. Move along. Yeah, I know. Move along. See? See? <laughs> this is where you... This is where I go and... Yeah, no, you're I like, it's you. fine. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Physics? Fine. Basic math? Now you're... Now you're screwing with me. Now I'm just... Now, come on, guys. Nobody moved a comma? All right, fine. Fine, fine. I'm sure just the American dub is... You know what we should check is I will rewatch it and see if the... Japanese the Japanese person. subtitles is not like closer to what it actually was. <sighs> that's a fair thought. Yeah, that's a fair. Because maybe they were just like, yeah, under fifty tons, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I it's never three times the size of the actual monster. Yeah. I was hoping okay, maybe it's round. the two monsters together, but it's still only a hundred. Still only a hundred. That's rounding an up. extra minute. That's fine. An extra, an extra monster just to get to the right number. I know. Exactly. Right. Come on. But that's besides the point. Move on. Also, what is it? Poop. Server. Dirt? dirt? It could poop dirt. dirt. That'd be neat. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> trivia. Uh, Goldon's roar would later be used for Michaelis and Zemistar. His suit would later be uh, used as Gabora. He is one of the monsters that did not appear in Ultraman The Ultimate Hero due to the budget for making other monsters in the series. They couldn't do them. Okay, fair enough. Um... Obviously, like his name originates suit, from gold. Yeah, we know. Kind of no, not it. this, but when they did the uh, American, that American one where they built the really nice monster suits that they didn't want to break, so that's oh, why the fights are so slow. I got you. Um, okay. The monsters are absolute. It's they say um, the same guy who designed Shin Godzilla apparently. Oh, okay. Is the same, and they're just gnarly looking, and they're they great. really went yeah, to they, town. They, on they did. Okay. okay, fair. The enough. Red King is terrifying looking. Um. Let's see here. Uh, he burrows and he consumes gold. Yes. There you go. His neck is his weak point. That's why Ultraman tried to choke him in. Yeah, yeah, I'll buy that. And that's about it as far as him. Do we have a roar? There isn't even a roar, folks. They couldn't bother. They couldn't be They couldn't. I don't be remember the thing roaring. You could be right about that. I don't remember the thing <laughs> I don't roaring. either, now that you mention it. Now that you mention it. But yeah, so we have um, two... Lesser, not yeah, not, not great episodes. Not you can say not good. I'll yeah, say they're not, not good. really good. They're not great. <laughs> um, there is a neat picture though of the uh, another one of those like let's cut the monster in half. Oh yeah, online. yeah, okay, fair enough. Of course, it's in Japanese, so I don't know what the hell any of the parts actually. I are. want everything now. I do. <laughs> I do. Finicky. I do. Apparently, those those uh, spines on his back are connected to some sort of internal organ. 
Okay. Perhaps they're heat radiated. Who knows? Who knows? We'll never know. Yeah, we're not gonna care. But that's okay. That's okay. So yeah, we both kind of didn't care for these two episodes. Um, they're not spectacular. And it, again, could be just because it's daylight savings time and we're both just exhausted out of our minds. They could just be crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with a combination of the two. Oh, oops. That was, I know you guys heard that. That was Fergus hitting his head into the table. Yeah, oh, buddy, are you okay? <laughs> well, he oh, sort of oh, hit his uh, little chain. And the so chain, yeah. but he definitely, he definitely hit that. He definitely hit his head. Oh, you poor dog. But, oh, uh, dog, though. All right. Give oh. your plugs and then we can... Oh. Oh god! Trying to catch a nap! Oh yeah, good idea. Oh, I also have only 12 minutes of battery left on the laptop, so that's good. Um, so yeah, sciencepatrol at gmail.com. No, ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. I do that every you so should write this down. I have a printer now. I can do this. I can print things. Uh, wow! Pat just picked up the dog, guys. This is like... This never has happened before. Not like cuddly like that. Always kissing him now, too. There you go. Did I tell you he smells like maple syrup? Yeah. Yeah, Fergus had some waffles today because I'm a good dog owner. Um, and uh, Ultraman Podcast at gmail.com. At Ultraman Podcast on the Twitters. Ultraman Facebook. Ultraman Podcast Facebook uh, group. You can go on and we'll add you. Um, UltramanPodcast.tumblr.com. And our music is provided by Terminal Sunburn. They can be reached at terminalsunburn.bandcamp.com. Enjoy it. Everything is uh, pay what you want on that site uh, for them. And uh, Casey Kittle is going to fix this audio. And we will be back next time for two more episodes of the original Ultraman Sally Forth Science Patrol. Take care, everyone. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.